yeah, it's well, well worth a watch. So that's uh, episode five. Uh, bye. Okay, hi. Uh, welcome to episode five of The Spoil Well, uh, the podcast that sends the message that all's well that ends well. And uh, this podcast, or at the very least, its its title does just that. It ends well. It ends with the word well. There was probably a, a very elegant way to make that joke, which I, I haven't quite landed upon. This is going to be even looser than usual because um, I just kind of wanted to, to throw a, a new one up quite quickly to get back to the the ideal output rate after that uh, three week gap so I haven't really thought it through as much as I normally would on the three week gap uh, just very briefly because like you know no one cares um, but just just quickly um, I've had a couple of fairly big sort of health issues and um, a fair few minor uh, ones as well which have necessitated some lifestyle changes which is in a roundabout way it's 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 led to me doing this thing but it's also part of the reason that I haven't managed to do it as, as regularly as I planned and it's just things like I'm always very tired in the evenings um, I constantly feel like I'm on the verge of losing my voice and just generally I'm very run down I've got a sort of a laundry list of of, of sort of minor symptoms that I would not the sort of thing I would ever go to the doctor to get checked out but you know uh it's one of those things am I dying am I multiply sclerotic am I allergic to something am I allergic to everything um or uh, maybe it's just that I'll do stupid things like drink coffee knowing full well that coffee makes me sick uh who can say anyway that wraps up my uh health podcast um tune in next week i'll be complaining about my bunions uh, not really i don't uh have i don't actually know what a bunion is um but anyway the other the other thing is i've just been incredibly busy i've got a huge pile of work to be getting on with and um my social calendar's been pretty full and uh just a lot of the time that normally my my uh, i would be spending time in uh, in pubs which I've, I've sort of banned myself from doing uh, so I've been spending the time that I would have been spending in pubs in my local pitch house cinema so I've seen a lot of films this this past month uh, which has given me a lot of sort of potential material for future uh, podcasts what did I see I, I've seen I saw a, a preview of um, War Dogs which is a uh, kind of a frat house comedy drama about uh, arms dealers by the uh, the director of the the hangover trilogy and if uh, we all remember how those uh, started good and got better so todd phillips riding high it's dog shit obviously don't watch it um oh actually i was i was saying to a friend of mine uh, the other day you you learn kind of different cues of of you when you know a film's going to be a bad film and uh, one of them is when it, it kind of it's it starts 
the the film starts very near the end of the of the um the plot and uh you it start you can you see the the um protagonist of the film in some sort of uh dire situation like they're about to they've got a bag over their head and they're about to get shot and then uh you get a freeze frame and then a voiceover comes on and goes that's me about to get shot or something like that you know that that and and then you know flashes back and and fills in the story it's it's such an overused and corny technique that's used in a lot of these kind of crappy hollywood uh films and um and that voiceover doesn't go away for the the entire film there's uh it's just narrating every single thing that happens on screen uh there's actually a bit about an hour into the film where uh the character literally asserts the premise of the film it's like uh this is crazy one one year ago i'd been a massage therapist and now i was an arms dealer in baghdad wow thank you thank you very much we've missed that anyway i'm spending too much time on this this uh this bad oh uh although one one other th another sort of uh sign of a bad film is uh is is the credit uh based on the rolling stone article by such and such it's it's never a good sign when a, a film is based on an, an article i found but yeah, that was a that was a preview at the picture house. I, I don't know why I go to these things. They're almost always terrible. It's a, it's a um, preview aimed at, at students. Uh, the next one of which is uh, is next weekend is Blair Witch, which is a uh, sequel to a film I don't particularly care for, but one that, that does have an ending worth talking about. So that that might actually be the the next um, episode. I might talk about the the old Blair Witch and and the the new one. Um, what else did I see? I saw Mulholland Drive. Uh, recently, uh, voted the best film of the last fifteen years in the BBC poll. Uh, one of my favourite films. I'm definitely going to be talking about it in a, a future episode, along with pretty much every other David Lynch film. I'm sure I'll, I'll get round to, which is great. I hadn't seen it in the cinema since it came out, and yeah, I I love that film. And um, I sort of uh, changed my mind a bit on my my, uh, my my reading of it. In the part of the same strand, I saw Suspiria, which I, I before I'd gone in uh, to see it just recently, I, I was certain was a film I'd already seen. And now I am less certain. Now I think I was watching it for the first time because I didn't remember any of the things that happened. But um, yeah, that's a great... Uh, film and I'll probably do one on that at some point. I saw, I saw Roberto Rossellini's uh, Voyage to Italy, which is a very good film, very strange film. Not one that I'll probably do because I don't think I could really do it justice. What else did I see? Uh, I and a friend were going to see the new Almodovar film Julieta, um, but we we decided on the the day that we we couldn't be asked and just went to dinner instead. Um, uh, I saw a documentary called uh, Tickled, which is outside of the the purview of this um, podcast, uh, as it's it's non-fiction. Pretty much my only uh, restriction is is I said uh, narrative works of fiction, didn't I? So, um, but it is kind of relevant in that the the trailer for this documentary 
quotes from a review which says something like contains countless plot twists too juicy to spoil so even even you know with with uh, documentary films they 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 don't people are cagey about spoilers which by the way just uh, those if you've seen the trailer though those there aren't really any plot twists that you won't be expecting i saw childhood of a leader uh, which I enjoyed very much and which also has a very uh, an ending worth talking about so I might discuss that in a, a later podcast but the thing I'm going to talk about this week is a film called Plensele uh, which is the first adaptation of Patricia Highsmith's uh, book The Talented Mr Ripley which is, is, is playing as part of a, a, a season of uh, Highsmith's adaptations and it's got it's got a a weird english title it was advertised as uh, plein soleil in the in the booklet but when when the title came up in the in the cinema the subtitles said something that isn't a translation of um of plein soleil but i, I can't remember what the english title is and it's got uh, alain delon as uh, the anti-hero tom ripley who is mesmerizing in this film it's he, he's absolutely brilliant uh and if you've only seen the the, the matt damon uh starring american production of this film uh i really really urge you to go and see uh plein soleil it's way better in my opinion and alain delon just blows uh matt damon out of the water and i i as I recall, I liked the uh, the American uh, talented Mr. Ripley. In in my head, it's kind of the epitome of a of a certain type of sort of prestige literary picture. You, you know, just sort of uh, very very well photographed views of of Italy. But I'm the the um, French film is is much stranger uh it's 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 more it's more subtle in in uh, the, the the backstory it gives you you know it doesn't it doesn't spell everything out about where ripley comes from and his his motivations and as i say the the acting is just way way better the ending though i probably i probably prefer the the ending of the american version to, which I assume is is uh, is closer to uh, Patricia Highsmith's uh, book, which I haven't read. It's uh, staring at me from my my bookshelves now. I can I can see it, but um, I haven't read it. But I I assume the uh, the more recent one is the more faithful one. In the French in the French version, Ripley Ripley it's uh, assumed gets caught, which if it's 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 a bit weird because oh, i don't know how much of the the I, I the plot i should bother filling in but basically tom ripley is a is a is a con man who sort of imitates and 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 murders people won't go into it too much more than that but and, and you kind of, and you he's he's such a compelling figure and you it's, it's it's that kind of thing where he's he's horrible but you you're with him you you you're, you're kind of you're anxious for him to, to get away with it. And the, the film just, uh, Plensoleil this is, 
it doesn't it doesn't seem really for the entire film to shy away from from allowing Ripley to get away with it and it's it's literally in the, the, the final minute or two minutes of the film just very suddenly he 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 gets caught and the way the way they do it is very it's if they if if they do have to have um ripley getting caught which i i don't think they do but if if they do they do it in a very very nice way in that it's it's kind of um bitterly ironic kind of ludicrous thing where the he he's he's basically failed to dispose of the body properly and um and the last the last shot is him is him really he's he's smugly thinking that he's he's got away with it and uh and he's he's been called over unsuspecting to to where the the, the police are, are sort of lying in wait for him I, it it feels kind of like the end of a of a, a kind of a crime anthology an episode of a crime anthology program or something where the the um the sort of scheming baddie gets their their comeuppance um crime or horror anthology they all kind of end that way but the the american version ends in, i mean like i said a, a much what feels like a much truer to to the story being told in that ripley does get away with it but it it, it ends with him strangling his lover uh in order to to get away with it um and he's he's sobbing as he does so and he's it's really this is the first person he's made a, a genuine connection to although it's still based on on um on deceit but yeah uh, I, I i i was slightly baffled as to as to the choice that they that they obviously made there in the in in plain soleil I, I would have I, I think I would have preferred an ending where he you know the, the 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 film definitely seemed to be moving in the direction of of him getting away with it and it being quite horrible but regardless it is a it is a really good film I highly recommend it I'm gonna leave it there like I said you know this is this is way more uh freeform even than my normal um rubbish so I don't uh, have a huge amount to say about the film, but like I said, I just wanted to, to have one uh, put up. Uh, so sorry if this has been uh, slightly subpar, but um, I hope at least if you haven't seen uh, Plentile, you've got a good recommendation out of it because, yeah, it's well, well worth a watch. So that's uh, episode five. Uh, bye.